Low Elo is made possible thanks to the generous support of listeners just like you. For more information, visit lowelo.com. Sorry, let me get my dingle danglies out of here. All right, got my stress ball. Let's do this. You're listening to the only League of Legends podcast. You're listening to Low Elo. At the All-Star Games, Korea takes all in the final face-off against Team China, while the European team takes the dubious honor of last place in the five-team tournament. Is episode 73 of Low Elo. I'm your host, Jeff Wyckoff, and with me as always is Dave Quarles, aka Copy386. How you doing, Dave? Bienvenidos, invocadores! I, I don't know what he what? just said, but I'm gonna guess it's vulgar. <laughs> no, bienvenidos, invocadores, and welcome summoners. Oh. We have our new Latin American servers. Oh, that's right. We do have yeah. new Latin American servers. In fact, you know, funny point, and uh, we'll, we'll get to introducing our third here in just a moment, but the Latin American servers are still using the ELO system. So mm. right now, if you wanted to check what your ELO is exactly, you could convert your account over to the Latin <laughs> servers, view it, and then pay to transfer back. Hey, that sounds like a worthy expense to me. <laughs> right. And uh, welcoming back to the show after a bit of a hiatus there, not not imposed by anyone, he's just been working, is Christian Feltz, a.k.a. All Your Base 123. Surprise! I'm back. Yeah. What's up, guys? Nice to have you back, man. It's uh, been a while. Different show yeah, without you. You know, yeah. you know, want to know where I've been this whole time? Top lane farming. Um, actually, Darsky kidnapped me, and he's been keeping me in his basement. I've been, he's been feeding me nothing but uh, Vegemite and kangaroo feces. <laughs> Which one's more tasty? I thought they were the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, actually, no, they pretty much are. <laughs> well, I mean, that explains why they like it so much. Uh, this week, Hotshot GG hits the bench. Edward leaves Gambit. New champion bundles and why a meaningless yeah, why a meaningless death is meaningless. But first, at the All Star Games, tests of one v one and two v two skill were conducted on the much anticipated magma chamber. Of, yeah. of course, this magma chamber is very different from the leaked map that we've been looking at longingly for the, really the past what three years it seems two years three years yeah, I, th I think i think we should give our uh, listeners a little league of legends history lesson <laughs> okay so well i mean it, it won't take much honestly magma chamber was uh a a map that had been designed a long time ago and then details of it leaked before they were ready to release it and then they killed it. And this map was supposed to be a uh, just an enormous map 
Uh, it was supposed to be fast and furious, and it was going to have new mobs and new mechanics and all kinds of crazy stuff going on with a lava theme and a very distinct red and blue siding to it. And if you want to learn more about the old map, you can honestly type Magma Chamber League of Legends into Bing or Google and look at the Leakipedia article because there's there's plenty to go on there. But instead of getting all that with the new minions and the cool-looking stuff, what we got is two spawn points, two towers, about 30 feet in between them, and a couple of bushes that nobody will ever use. Is that about right? Bienvenidos invocadores! <laughs> Why do you gotta curse so much? <laughs> I don't know how to say magma, magma chamber in Spanish. You've been you doing magma chamber. <laughs> I that's it. Yeah, wow, that's... thanks. I learned something today. Yeah, come on. Uh, but it's, I basic Spanish. Get, get your Spanish on, dude. Well, like magma chamber was it, there. There's a reason it was such a big deal, guys. Because Summoner's Rift is I don't want to say copy paste. It's copy paste. But it's Okay, okay. Well, it's copy-paste of the old, original Dota Warcraft 3 map. I mean, it's very, it's refined, and it's got a lot of extra stuff oh, yeah. going on. It's, and... it's prettier, you know, yeah, it's, it's but uh, it's the whole like bush the mechanic, layout of it. You know. The bush mechanics are new, they added that, which was awesome. But, uh, you know, everything else, it was straight up Dota. Yeah. So Magma Chamber was such a big deal because everyone was like, "Oh, yay! This will this will be the new defining thing of League of Legends," and it never happened. Right. And until now, and it's stupid. But but we can't even say that Magma Chamber happened now because what we got is not like if you remember Magma Chamber and and what it was supposed to be, this is not what you got, you know. Yeah. Do you remember uh, those old TF2 maps that were orange? Oh, the orange maps. It was <laughs> yes. like the the blank, just like grid, grid yeah. texture. Yeah, it was, it was like, like two faces on each side, and just like the walls were orange and the floor was gray. It was just flat. Yeah, yeah. No, we we got <laughs> we got Ice World is what we got right here. <laughs> that's that's the new map that we got. We got Ice World. Um, it's a dueling map. And they told us it's not finished, so who knows what they'll do with it later. But it's a dueling map. It was used for the 1v1s and 2v2s. And the rule set that at least right now was in place on it is uh, the win conditions are 100 CS, uh, a tower kill, or first blood. Which is a lot less interesting than you think. Yeah. A dueling map, you say? Yeah. So, like, all right. Basically, oh. everyone buys Doran's items all the way, you know, un until the end of the game, and then they just dance back and forth. I, I just imagine, I just imagine uh, p players like after playing like a five v five, they start like trash talking each other in the the post chat, and like, dude, one v one me magma chamber, bro. Yeah, exactly. I mean, at least we can we can take that stuff out of uh, Baron Pit, and now we have magma chamber. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we don't. A, we'll eventually. There's have a it. place for that now. Take that outside. Guys. Yeah, take yeah. take that to magma chamber. But I mean, they they chose to debut it in a competitive format. And I don't know about you guys, but I watched like one game and then I struggled to watch half of another. And I was just like, this is boring. This is stupid. And I just turned it off. And I actually didn't watch 
any more all-star games for the rest of the day i had to catch up with vods because i was just so bored like i was falling asleep i was bored out of my skull watching this uh it was 2v2s at the time well of course you're bored you were basically watching the first 10 minutes of an early game just yeah. getting CS and poking each other, and then laning that's... phase the game. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's what it was. It was it was laning phase the game, and it was so. I mean, there was just nothing to it. Everyone, everyone bought Doran's items. Everyone played safe, and you know. And then there was always this mad rush at the very end when someone was close to the CS goal, and yeah, I mean, this is. It, it wasn't fun. I don't think it was fun. I'm sure someone thought it was fun. Here's how I can make Magma Chamber more interesting, because right now it, it's not sounding... It's definitely not appealing to me. Here's what you do. You take those two bushes, and like at random points in the game, have a Rengar jump out at, a, at either person. <laughs> Here's... Just just, just to just the tip the scales and I'm, make I'm it actually... I'm afraid, though, I don't want them to release it, ever. Yeah, no, I think like, it's... It... People, because what's going to happen is, like, new summoners, they'll get on the 1v1, they'll really enjoy it, and they'll just play Magma Chamber over and over then they'll come into my 5v5 game <laughs> and think they can play the same way that they did on magma chamber they hey you might be the best caitlin in the world on magma chamber but you come into a 5v5 game it's there's so much more so many more variables you have to account for i don't know do you really think that'll happen i mean we didn't have you seen that happen with 3v3 or dominion like <sighs> someone someone cross over and they're just like I don't know, trying to, to rush around capturing towers or something. <laughs> do I know anyone who plays Dominion? <laughs> Nobody plays. That's true. That's true. Um, What's a Dominion? Yeah, it's it's another it's another game mode that was really exciting when it first came out, and now they're trying to find ways to reinvigorate I, it. That's, I think there are Dominion there is. are uh, there's a handful of people that like they play Dominion, and that's their thing, yeah. you know. And whenever we get like the the odd bug to play Dominion once every like three weeks. <laughs> uh, you know, if we're just super bored, then we lose to those people. <laughs> right. Right. I don't know. I think um, I like I the there's the side of me that says this map is stupid and no, they should never release it because I don't like it when companies release stupid things. But on the other hand, I also sort of see it as just another map in the ecosystem that you know will it'll get an initial burst of people playing it and then no one will play it anymore um and when i say nobody i mean a, a vastly reduced number of people will ever play it any uh, again and i don't see how that really negatively impacts my game i think it's just gonna make when you queue as four it's gonna make it longer for you to find a, maybe. a teammate maybe i think that because all those top laners <laughs> That solo queue yeah. in normals are going to play, be playing mag, Magma Chamber. Top lane queue. I, I do think that here's one thing that it represents that I don't like. I don't want to ever see it in a competitive format again. <laughs> no. Ever. Oh. I mean, <laughs> I know people are going to bring up, you know, 1v1 tournaments and stuff like that. People were watching those because they were novel. As soon as it, like, as soon as it becomes a regular thing, it's going to be boring. Like, even if you're interested now, and I'm not interested now, but even if you're interested now, you're going to lose interest in this very quickly. Yep. Yeah. Stupid. 
It's it, it's the reason why we don't run, do home run derbies all the time. Yeah, or dunk contests. Yeah, or dunk contests. <laughs> it's cool once a year, you know, at the end, after the season's over. And, and even then, it's contest. it's not really all that cool. It's maybe <laughs> maybe when it maybe when it comes out, uh, I'll do a one v one with Rin, and that's the only time I'll play it. I'm sure she wants a rematch from that last time. I just crushed her. You're Jackson. You beat a Heimer. Yeah. (laughs) Hold on. You want like a medal. Christian, (laughs) this this is for you. (laughs) Slow clap. That's not even a slow clap. That's just one clap. Oh, wait, there's more. (laughs) There's another one. There are a few in there. I'm sure it'll pick up on my mic better than it did on on your side. Um, Like, I... Yeah. What I mean, I'm kind of whatever about it. I don't want it to release because I don't want it to ever be competitive. And then, but then the other side is that I just don't care because I don't think it's going to negatively impact the rest of the game. But what I do, what I, what does disappoint me is that I still hold out for a better version of Summoner's Rift. Because Summoner's Rift, although it's the standard and it's a great map, don't get me wrong. I love Summoner's Rift. I think it could be better. And that was like the the hope of Magma Chamber was always that that we could have a better Summoner's Rift. No, oh, I mean think about Twisted Tree Line. If they could do to Summoner's Rift what they did to Twisted Tree Line, how yeah. awesome would that be? Well, and there's there I'll tell you this. Well, okay, what were we missing last year? You know, they redid visually Summoner's Rift, but what did we miss out on? Uh, Christmas potions. We did. We didn't have a Christmas map. We didn't have a <laughs> the fall winter map. map. We all we had was the green map, right? Yeah. I think this year that we're going to get another visual upgrade to Summoner's Rift, and we're going to see an autumn and a winter map. Eh, I th- and I'm, I mean, I'm like it's just a small sure. touch, but. I I would really like those, but again, I agree with you. I want like a different map. Like it can even be five v five. They can even have three lanes. You know, just make it different. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I think it. I think it should be a five v five. That's yeah, arguably yeah. the most successful format. I could see why they wouldn't want to do that. And here's here's the reason why they wouldn't want to introduce another five v five map, because it'd be competition for Summoner's Rift, right? Yeah. And at least with Dominion, there's no competition between Dominion and Summer's Rift. There's nobody like, oh, man, I I don't know which one of these I want to play right now. No. (laughs) People who like Dominion play Dominion. People who like Summer's Rift play Summer's Rift. And Twisted Tree Line is kind of that thing that you either do because you only have, you know, a couple of buddies that you ever want to play with or because you just happen to like the format. None of these take away from each other. Whereas publishing another 5v5... That could take away. I think that it would be, I think their long-term strategy is probably to improve Summoner's Rift to the point where it no longer resembles what Summoner's Rift was two years ago. Yeah. That would be a lot of work to maintain, not just two maps. Yeah. I mean. Well, it's two queues, all that. I, something tells me that a company with the resources of Riot could handle it. But is it really beneficial for the game? Um. It, it well, it would be nice to see the winter map again. Just saying. oh no, that's gonna happen, dude. the The winter map oh, yeah. is gonna happen. Like winter map. I'm telling you, this year we're gonna get an autumn map. 
where Yay. everything's all orange and you know pumpkins everywhere. Spooky. Yeah, we're gonna get a spooky map. Spooky. Like, okay, this is this is like a call it moment because I don't think I actually have anything to back this up on. I just this is something that I have a feeling for. Of course, someone's gonna as soon as we publish this, someone's gonna send me an email with like leaked pictures of the spooky <laughs> map, you know, yeah. dated yesterday. Um, but either way. We're going to get a spooky map, and we're going to get a snowy map. Yeah? Yep. Yeah. I, I'm. Hey, I hope your call is true, and I wish it the best of luck. All right. Hey. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm, I'm done. Oh, okay. Well, speaking of people being done, uh, Hotshot GG, that guy's done. Yeah, he is. Okay, that's probably not fair. He voluntarily benched himself. I mean, you can do that when you own the team, right? I just hope he doesn't pull a Reggie and stays benched. Oh, because oh, yeah. Remember yeah. when Reggie retired? Finger quotes. Oh, he he uh-huh. retired for like twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, copy a copy. I can just see the finger quotes that you're doing right yeah, now. It's quotes. it's so yeah. We're all doing he- finger quotes. <laughs> Except All the mine, mine are actually bunnies, and I'm making hopping motions with them. But it's just funny that Hotshot is like the only... Eh, I want to say he's like the only veteran that the game has passed by. You know? Do you really think so? I mean, what's Rain Man doing anymore? Oh, well. I mean, that was still <laughs> in the pro scene. I mean, the Rain Man's disappeared. Yeah. I mean, he's still got, like, stream fans, but I don't think he's going to play competitively again. I mean, wh- what are we going to see from Chaos? <sighs> I, uh, I thought Chaos was off drinking and <laughs> chasing like women. Drinking and whoring is what you're, <laughs> you're saying? Halen <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Winton. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, but uh, I think that there are, there are names who have uh, come and gone. And, I mean, I don't want to loop Chaos into there. I really hope that we see him again because I love that guy. Um, and the only reason he didn't make it with TSM is because he has a dominant personality type in Clash with Reggie, right? Yeah. But um, I think it's a good move. GG kind of taken off. Uh, is the game passing him by? Do, I don't know. Do you really think that's what's going on? Because I, like his whole... Yes. I mean, he was the best Nidalee in the world in Season 1. Yeah. <laughs> You know, he was a really good top lane player in season one. He hasn't done. He, he had like last season. He had that one Baron steal. Yeah, <laughs> that was like the one play that Hotshot had. But if he's the guy who is managing CLG behind the scenes at the same time, could you not say that you know maybe maybe his uh, inability to keep up or the fact that he hasn't kept up is just as much a result of him trying to do too much. I'm just trying to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. I mean, d- trust I'm, me, if I'm, I'm not, I could, I'm, I'm I could just, hater. I could just hate on him like crazy if I really wanted to. But uh, I, I like to look for the, the best in people. And I, I mean, that's what he's taking off to do right now, right? He's taking off to say, you know, CLG needs to be taken care of and I'm the guy to do that. So. Okay, the one glimmer of hope I see here is that if he is successful as a coach, I think uh, the pro scene will come to respect coaches more. Good, yeah, I, and, I agree. 
I agree. seek coaches because like TSM had that coach that they were you know was making them sandwiches and, <laughs> like walking the dog it's like you know that wasn't the that's like your housekeeper man right you know if he if hotshot is gonna coach he's actually gonna coach yeah you know he's he's not gonna you know make sandwiches he's gonna be like this is my show you do it the way I say so if I kind of hope CLG will, is successful without him well and and here's a plus to that end because one of the, I mean, at the same time that he left, who else left CLG? Afro Moon. Yeah. And yeah. anyone who's a longtime listener knows that, at least myself, I am not a fan of Afro Moo. No. I think, I, I think he's more a like, poor influence more, on the game. More like Afro Boo. Oh. <laughs> Okay, right. Christian. Yeah, good here. call, Christian. <laughs> I'm glad glad to be I'm glad to be back, guys. Yeah, no, you you bring a lot. <laughs> um, but I mean we can't say that that was like purely his decision. They're, they're so tight-lipped about these things. But I imagine that he kind of took a step back, looked at the state of his team, and said, you know what, I'm not doing them any favors by going half and half on management and playing. So there are players out there that I have to acknowledge are better than myself. I'm going to step out. I'm going to take care of the the team. I'm going to take care of the business side. I'm going to do what I know that I can do, which is, you know, build a, a pro esports identity. I mean, he has, right? Uh, yeah. And also, by the way, while I do that, Aframu GTFO. <laughs> And what is it? Is it Choster who's going to be the jungler? They they did the switch. Oh, dude, I don't they, have it in front of me. They switched a whole bunch of stuff up. I, I've I've got it here somewhere. I'll click a couple of times. Okay, so here's here's what it's no big big fat's going to be the jungler. Yeah, so I mean there there there's people coming in. So Link is mid. Uh, uh Tenso is top. Big fat LP is rejoining in jungle. Choster is support. Double lift is AD. So I mean there is all kinds of stuff that are moving around like Niantensu's no uh new yeah Niantonso oh, Jesus yeah. he's he's new to the team uh at least as a starter he's going to be their top lane Choster moved from jungle to support Big Fat LP is rejoining as the jungler Afro Moo is <laughs> Hotshot GG took off and yeah so there you go yeah, I don't know, man. I I am and I'm excited to see what comes out of CLG. I hope they. It's it's funny because, like, I was the one wishing for their slow and terrible death, but now that Hotshot's done this, he's like regained a modicum of respect in my yeah, eyes. Yes, no, like so. Hotshot's Hotshot <laughs> GG stepped back to do what he do, knows what to do or no, yeah, do what he can do. Um. Aframu, who is my least favorite player on that team, is gone. They've replaced, or they've they've brought in Big Fat LP, who has been on the scene Again. forever. <laughs> yeah, who, he's yeah. he's a returning player. D- do you sort of imagine that there was like this moment where like they had the long talk with Aframu, and you know he kind of did like the the stiff lip nodding thing. He's like, okay, I get it, and he like walks out of the room, and like before the door even shuts, Big Fat like. You know, slips in. He's like, "Hey, what's up, guys?" And everyone's like, "Hey, big fat!" 
you know, then it just shuts behind him and there's kind of a quiet moment and like and, a violin starts to play. And Noah Ephraim is sitting there crying <laughs> in the parking lot, like listening to REM or something. I don't know. I mean, that doesn't strike me as he doesn't strike me as a type. More, I mean, maybe like dousing the uh, the the clan house in gasoline and lighting a match. But... <laughs> um, but we're, we're you know I I agree. It's reinvigorated my interest in the team, and I think that's exactly what's going to happen. I think that they're going to have a rough start. Because these changes are happening that we've got, as we record this, we've got like less than two weeks before uh, the season starts again, I think. Maybe it's exactly yeah. two weeks. And they're going to have a rough start. Well, it was the best time to make changes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If you're going to make changes, do it now. Exactly. Like, we just survived. Time to, you know, <laughs> let's let's change it up. <laughs> let's get some practice in. And hopefully week one, we can make a splash. If not, we know we'll work up to it. But I mean, with as low as they ranked at the end of uh, the first half of the season, there's nowhere but but up from here. Yeah. So now, now the comeback story is is for them instead of against them. And but speaking of double lift, after his performance at All Stars, uh, maybe he's going to demand a little bit more money. Like, yeah. You know, do, do you think like he maybe he gets bonus to be out? a free agent? Do you think he gets bonused out because he got? Uh, <laughs> Because he got a penta, yeah, yeah man. <laughs> I mean, where's the sal? How about how much room before the salary cap do they have? Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll we'll see how double that does after they nerf Blue Ezreal. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me started on that. Yeah, no, we we've, we've <laughs> spent an episode on that. <laughs> um, you know, we, we talk all this about uh, CLG and how that's reinvigorated. Now, there's another change in esports uh, across the pond that actually has a lot of people really worried for one of the uh for the well-being of one of the most, you know, well-known names out there. I mean, they changed the game and that is uh Gambit Gaming, formerly Moscow 5. Edward's gone. Their support has left because uh he said that there were most of all there were differences between him and Genja. Yeah, okay. I have, a, I have a theory and a prediction. Okay. My theory is that Genja got butt hurt because Edward was the star. Because <laughs> he always had I mean, the CS. <laughs> Edward. Not the CS, but the He kills. stole all the kills. Yeah. Edward, w- I mean, he's the Thresh Prince. Right. People don't remember. He's the reason people say Empire when Nunu's ulting in a bush. I mean, that was Edward. Edward, I said it in a. a Right at the beginning of the season, I said Edward is the best support player in the world, and I still think that he's he is just dominating. Even though I love X Special, X Special is my boy, but I just think Edward is is that much better. Um, so Genja got a little butt, butt hurt. That's my theory. My prediction is that uh, Gamut Gaming is going to just go down the toilet now. You, you really think so? Like this is <laughs> this this is the death knell of Gambit Gaming. <laughs> yep. You no more Gambit Gaming in season. You don't think that this new guy uh, Darker? You don't think that he's going to be like uh, the the wild turtle of uh, the wild turtle of uh, Moscow Five? Nope. Nope. Then Moscow Five is done. They're done. We're, Gambit, Gambit's done. We've written them Goodbye, off. Pringles. <laughs> Goodbye, <laughs> Goodbye, hopes of winning. Edward, I hope, I hope he shows up on another team soon. Yeah, yeah. No, someone posted a picture that was like, uh, you know, a whole like 
it's one of those just classic memes. I can't remember who exactly it is, but it's like a whole bunch of old guys with cigars laughing. And it said, <laughs> meanwhile, at Fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. 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 I mean, the F- Fanatic has got to feel pretty good about uh, how they're going to perform through the rest of this season. I think. We'll see. Uh, anyways. I wish him well. I wish I wish Moscow Five well because I have so many fond memories. Oh yeah, so, no, we, they were so good. Yeah, they were. But they they we have to admit they haven't performed this season. They, they were they were all about bringing like something unexpected to the game. You know that's why we love them in, in the very beginning. You know, and I think I think that's probably why they were they performed so well is because we were in tournament format. You know, we didn't see them. Except for once every, you know, month at the most. So it was always a surprise. And now they're playing every week. And it's like everyone's got a rhythm on them. Do you think that might be it? That could have something to do with it. Also, um, you know, crazy things in a best of one might not be as good as crazy things in a best of three. Which is what all last season was. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because you can you can afford to make a mistake if you know you can outplay your opponent. Yeah. Not so much when you're playing the best of one. All right. <laughs> well, best of luck to them. Best of luck. feel like we have a little bit of... This is like the reflection on season two or season three so far and the changes that we see coming in. Uh, I want to make one recommendation to our listeners. If you did not catch it, if you're not into pro, if if you don't like esports, if you don't watch League of Legends in the pro level, if you don't like esports, how how you made it this far into this episode? <laughs> <laughs> it go watch NA versus EU, the series. If you can find the series from the All Star game, one of the best series I've ever seen, maybe the best series I've ever seen in League, and that's from years of watching esports. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was good. Um, I don't know. It was back and forth. I mean, you didn't know who was going to win till the end. There, there were some there crazy were clutch moments, plays. Sure. Yeah. It was like everything you'd want in a pro game. I wish all the games were like that. No, I don't wish all the games were like that. Every now and then, I just want to see someone crush somebody. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know? that's true. I mean, come on. But but Marn's out, so but <laughs> who's, who's going to Who's gonna get crushed? Well, I mean, I was speaking on the international scene. It was basically everyone except Europe versus North America. So, right. Right. <laughs> oh man, we got crushed. But at least someone else got crushed worse, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, at least we beat Europe. That's, <laughs> that's what matters. We lost all the Asian teams, but right, man, we barely we eked out a win against the EU yeah. team, <laughs> second to last. <laughs> Second to last. Do you think NA and EU, like after All Stars, like kind of look at each other and be like, "We are noobs. <laughs> like, like we are so bad. Like we've been playing LCS, like thinking we're pro. Just come out, come over to China and get stomped." <laughs> like, <laughs> man, I wouldn't be want to be on that plane ride home. No, I think what what uh, it was probably funnier is you know the way that the teams receive the players when they get back especially like north america because every single team was telling the the people that they sent to the all-star game you're gonna lose you're gonna get stomped <laughs> like who, uh who was it like uh, who, who was it that said that they would eat a shoe if they took a game off of uh off of china 
<laughs> eat a shoe. Yeah, yeah. Believe that what? was freak. What? No, I don't think it was freak. It was one of the. It was a. It was a player. I think it was a player on Curse. Said that he would eat his shoe if they took a game off of Curse or off of uh, off of China. <laughs> sure enough, they didn't take a game off China. So, well, his shoe is safe. Well, yes. now a member of Curse is just craving that shoe, buddy. Huh? <laughs> right. Someone, someone, write in. Tell me who that was. Anyways, non esports related, we got some new cool new bundles. Now we don't normally talk about like the price of champions and stuff like that, but this is honestly it's just cool enough that it merits. Uh, talking about and that is that Riot introduced some new bundles very recently to the store uh, in place of their old bundles and the, the old bundles I think one of them's gone but the others are still there but they've been Wait, changed d- does this mean I can get goth Annie um, I don't know did they keep that one I don't know if they kept that one uh, uh, not, have to I don't out. think they did but damn I want goth Annie. what what they did <laughs> now here's here's the cool part here's the part that applies to summoners like you and me who already own the, a lot of these champions that made it so that the bundles their price changes and you know goes down based on the amount of content in them that you already own really yeah yeah it's oh, that- how the uh, TPA skins work yeah could buy the tpa bundle and it would subtract price if you owned the champions you could buy like because <laughs> some people were logging in and so oh my god it's like nine thousand rp that's because it, it included all the champions yeah. too yeah so that's what but that's what they're doing so here are the bundles that they've got out right now they've got a commando bundle which at first i thought was really inappropriate and then i realized that they're commando skins for five champions um you you get Lux, Garen, Galio, Jarvan, and Zinzao, and you get all of their commando skins. Yeah. And if you already own all the champions and you just want the commando skins, you can still buy the bundle and get them cheaper. Yep. It's really cool. So yeah. wait, 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 wait. So I can technically I can finally use my IP to pay for something that costs RP. No, no, no. You no, these no, no. cost still RP. RP. Yeah, these cost RP. Well, yeah, but I I could buy the champion though if I don't have it with IP and I'll reduce the price. Yes. That's what yes. I'm saying. Yes. Definitely. That's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. They've got the grab bag, which is Thresh, Blitzcrank and Nautilus and then a skin for each of them. I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, and it's the good ones too. Deep Terror, well, the only Thresh skin I Blitzcrank and Astronautilus. Yes, yes, they are so, cool. That's cool. Uh, damsels in distress, or no, sorry, damsels causing distress, <laughs> which is uh, Lysandra, Syndra, Diana, Zyra, and Ari, and then the All Star bundle for the winning the winning team, which is uh, Caitlyn, Gragas, Jace, Kha'Zix, and Lulu. Yeah. By the way, calling I- it right now, Kha'Zix is gonna get nerfed before the next part of the season starts. Why hasn't he gotten nerfed yet? Why do the missiles heal? <laughs> <laughs> that's what That's what I want to know, man. This is the, okay, do the this missiles is, really need to heal? I mean, this, come on. This is something that Compy has been saying. I'm sorry I stole it from you, but it, it needs to be said. Why do they heal? Healing missiles, man. Like, they already have a ridiculous AoE. It's the pinnacle yeah, of bug they technology. They already slow... <laughs> Why do they heal him too? Well, I mean, come on, man. You gotta like get it all in there. It's a, uh, you know, AOE. Yeah, AOE slow heal. I mean, what else could we loop in there? Armor reducer, magic resist reduce. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. True damage. Yep. 
percentage health damage. They didn't they make Destro- it um, destroying the nexus. Yeah, didn't they make <laughs> it so that you cannot fire them midair anymore? Did they? I think they did something like that. And and like there are two sides to that. People saying, "Oh man, that was a lot of fun." And then everyone else saying, "Yeah, but it doesn't actually change anything about how you really play them because that was a novelty move." Yeah. Look what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that was. Kha'Zix, he's got to get the bat, guys. But about these bundles, I like like the other bundles, but I really like the Commando bundle. Because they have a lot of skin themes. Yeah. Like, they could do a pirate bundle with Bilgewater Cat, uh, Fiddle Me Timbers, Pirate Rise, you know. Have yeah, all of all of the skin or every skin for gameplay. <laughs> for gameplay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? This is something that I'm sure that everyone's talked about, us included. Like how we wanted like uh, theme stuff and like how you can buy them all together. Well, now it's happening, people. Yeah, your wishes have been answered. No, and that's why I think this is so cool because it, like Compy said, it indicates what we could see in the future. Yeah, you know, once all the battle casts are out too. Yeah, and and. and- it's the like the other cool side about it is that it's got something there for newer players who don't have all of these, which is you know a drastically reduced price for getting a whole bunch of cool stuff. But then it's still good for the first time ever. It's still good for those of us who have been playing for a long time because if there's just a few things in there, there's there is a minimum price to the bundles. But if there's just a handful of things in there. We can still be like, sweet. We can capitalize on that. I mean, until yeah. now, the champion That's bundles worth something to yeah, me. The, yeah. Until now, the champion bundles to you know the three of us are just they're those terrible bundles sitting there that we could buy to get the bonus skin, but that we didn't know about until we already owned half of the champions in the bundle to begin with. Right. Right. At least I didn't. So this is good, and it's cool, and I like it, and I hope that we see a whole bunch more stuff. Yeah, dude. Stuff. Christmas, cool stuff. Uh, Christmas uh, theme we'll bundle next. You know when they come out. Oh Christmas, yeah, holiday bundles. They could yeah. they could do the old holiday skins and the new holiday skins, like side by side bundles. Get mm-hmm. last year for cheaper. Uh, it's just, it's so good. Like well done, Riot. Yes. All right. Moving on. We've got a playbook this week, and this one's important. We talked a lot about this one off the air and how exactly we wanted to phrase it and uh, went went back and forth. Uh, I originally started with, what, what was it? The, or no, you started with, uh, you know, when when to wuss out or something like that. Uh, no, it's showing up late. Oh, yeah, yeah. When, when showing up late is too late. And then I, I did the uh, something else. and But we re- eventually came to don't die meaningless deaths yeah yeah and this started with a problem we see a lot actually on our stream when we're playing with fans is because we've preached so much in the past uh just go die that's one of our mantras and uh you know be in the team fight sometimes people will show up late the other four, pe- your f- four teammates will be dead, and you show up late and try to clean up, um, and that's bad. 
Yeah. Um, because, you know, the just go die thing, that's in a situation where it's 5v5 and you're sieging, you're poking back and forth. All players are, you know, around this tower trying to push this tower. That's when you say, okay, someone needs to initiate. I'm just going to go die. Yeah, it, that was us saying that if if you're the one who's supposed to initiate, go initiate. You know, when when people are ready, do it. Don't be so concerned about your KD ratio. It's okay yeah. to be aggressive. If you're Malphite and your team, all of members of your team are next to you and you see someone and don't ult, <laughs> that's a problem. Right. So, But anyway, so we had this problem of people, sh they would show up late to the team fight, they would try to kill these people, and they would just die, and the death was just completely meaningless. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I gave away a Penta. <laughs> But yeah, but it was yeah, on it was that. on jungle Ezreal, so it totally doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't count. <laughs> jungle Ezreal, <It's> stupid. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically a duo yeah. game. And the uh, the catalyst for this is something that Jeff brought up is when they are all so low. You know, after that team fight, you look at them all, and they're all just so low. And oh man, if only I could just get in there and get a couple attacks off, then I would kill everyone yeah unfortunately there's four of them and it doesn't matter how low health they are their abilities are just as good yeah you know it, it's a misfortune at one quarter health does just as much damage as a misfortune at full health yeah the stun and there's only one you <laughs> exactly <laughs> you know someone's stun is just as effective when they're at a quarter health as when they're at full health you know i mean you just got to take that into into effect so mm -hmm. yeah so it, and what happens is we get people like christian on Jax mm -hmm. who will just jump into a 4v1 or 5v1 uh yeah you might get a kill maybe two but even then it's not really worth it especially if it's late in the game because they can just push to win they can push for an inhibitor and everything it's just it's just a meaningless death that if you avoid them as a team you're going your chances of winning are going to increase by a lot hey now it's not completely meaningless the intent to kill is there <laughs> yeah well does that not benefit my team um i don't no. i don't think that there's a way to uh, honor someone on your team for good intentions I want you to take your intentions and put them in one hand. Okay, I have it. And then, right. and then poop in the other hand, and see which hand has more. Um, <laughs> you take a minute. Take a yeah, minute. No, okay, we'll wait. <laughs> take all the time you need. Do you need us to pause a bit. <laughs> I'll, I'll get back to you on that. All right, you you do that. Okay, that's your homework. Yeah, but uh, just overall, and it doesn't mean it. The team fights are the big one, you know, where someone shows up late or tries to clean up or, you know, thinks that they can do more than they can when they're vastly outnumbered. Uh, be, be aware of what your limitations are and what you really stand to gain by jumping in late. Weigh that against the probability that you're going to die and make an informed decision. You might have to do all that calculating in your head pretty quick. But chances are you're going to realize that, you know what, even if there's three of them and even if they're all at low health, if I've got to get within range that they can retaliate from, I'm probably going to die. Yeah. It's totally different if you're like a Caitlyn and you want to just snipe one yeah. from 
a distance, that's fine. Yeah, you know, and and there's there's always the exception to the rule, always. But uh, you know when you're taking a risk. You know when you're getting greedy, and when your greed isn't going to pay off to anything more than a trade. Like if you if you know you can get one, but it's going to cost you your life, why get one? <laughs> You know, all you're going to do is create a lopsided team fight, you know, um, of 40 seconds from now. Because I want to get first blood. Come on. <laughs> okay. One, once again, exceptions. Exceptions. I'm just like staying quiet because I know I'm going to give bad advice on this topic. <laughs> <laughs> just don't do what Christian does. Yeah. I, I could just like tell you what I do and then like you guys say, all right, now do the opposite of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Sometimes you do just have to pee on their lawn, right? You know, show them. Sometimes, that you can. <laughs> it, and Christian, it it takes a lot. Once you are very experienced with a champion, you can pull off some stuff like that. And I, I will say that Christian does occasionally pull off some sick survival killing spree on Jax, but most of the time he just dies. <laughs> but you know, it might be worth it. It might it might be worth it for one in five, maybe pull off a really clutch play right. you'll see this a lot more in the, in the late game but we don't play a lot of late games <laughs> or not recently actually <laughs> eh, well whatever jump on was back don't care <laughs> That's all I stand by. hey we're not telling you not to go for the kill we're just telling you not to you know make a meaningless trade especially when yeah. chances are you won't get the trade Yep. All right. So let's move in. Um, I'll try my best to suppress the urge. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's, it's going to take a while. This though. is advice for everybody else. We know you're an old dog on this one. So we're not <laughs> speaking. Speaking of urges, urges our game. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> awkward sexual yeah. teen angst. So last week we asked people to uh, send in, it's prom season for a lot of you out there, or it was, uh, we asked people to send in their submissions for which champion they think would be the best prom chaperone. And we got a lot of responses. We did get, we got a lot of responses and it's funny because some people would give two, like from the parents' perspective and then from the kids' perspective. Uh -huh. Like how they'd want different ones. Uh, Mega Darkwing Duck said that Sona should chaperone because she won't be able to tell your parents all the illegal stuff you did. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed it was because she was hot, but no, it's because she's mute. Uh, Macho Man eight nine five says I would let I would have Nunu chaperoning chaperoning prom because the cooldown on a snowball means the punch would stay cold forever. Nice. <laughs> and then this one. I think this was my favorite. Zolo the Righteous says Victor would be the best chaperone because he could work at the punch table. His robotic hand could hand out punch while his body could pour the punch into cups. He could work super efficiently while working easily. And yeah, but I but, think you might have mixed up the term chaperone with slave. <laughs> yeah. See, I wouldn't no, want like, Victor to be my chaperone because, like, the moment I, that we're dancing too close, boom, stun. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't remember. Like at my prom, the the sham, the the punch being the biggest benefactor to that night. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, that was horrible. The punch was awful. Just 
Yeah. The guy serving the punch was so slow. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, know. Maybe, maybe this guy had a different experience at prom than you did. Maybe. <laughs> a lot of people also said TF so, so he could ult, see everything, and stun people who were getting grabby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I was, I was waiting on the, oh, what moves would they use on people to, you know, keep they behave, make them behave or whatever. And, yeah, I was waiting on an answer like that. And uh, did anyone say Draven? No one actually said Draven. No one said Draven. Practically enough, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting that there wasn't a single voice to say Draven for this one. Yeah, come on, Draven be the best chaperone. He's not here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't need to carry this torch, dude. <laughs> We're just rubbing it in Darcy's face. Not only did we not come in fifth, but also Draven wasn't picked for this. So, oh, we got to get our wins I, where I, we can. I think I think he would be a bad chaperone because everyone's going to want to dance with the cool chaperone <laughs> Draven. Yeah, you don't want the chaperone to steal your date. Yeah, that's a terrible idea. This week we're gonna bring back a uh, instead of a game we're gonna be doing Q-tips again. Q-tips are where we uh, we put a champion or a situation out to the community, and uh, you, the listeners, email us back your advice, and the very best advice that we get, we'll read it off and discuss on the show. So this week we wanted to do a Q-tip for how to play. Or beat Zach. Oh, he's ridiculous right now. He is very good right now. So your your best tip on how to play as him is going to be appreciated. But I have a feeling that a lot of people will like to hear <laughs> how, to how they how they can beat Zach. Now, we've got our own ideas, but we'll source that out to everybody else. Send your emails on how to play as or to play against Zach to team at low elo. Com. And don't forget, try to keep it short and simple. That'll make it yeah, more likely. For, yes. Yeah, that'll make it more likely for us to actually read it. Yeah. Remember, these are these are tips, not guides. Thanks for mentioning that because I had forgotten that. We we <laughs> yeah. definitely uh, when we were running those very regularly, we definitely had a few people in the community who had figured out what we wanted, and they just wrote mm-hmm. like incredible tips every single time. <laughs> We're like, wait a minute. These are like the same four people. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, we're ready to do it again. Let us know what you what you've got. Now, in the meantime, uh, you, there's all kinds of things you can do with that email address. Uh, besides, send us Q-tips or game submissions. You can send us art if you want, which we actually got some. I need to get that up. Um, a, a really cool one of Timo giving a high five. Is what we got. Yeah, I saw you that. saw that. That was pretty cool, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I didn't, I didn't see that. I'll, I'll send it to you. I'm, it's in your email, but it's probably buried by now. But wait, is it is it just a, a blank picture because it's Timo? No, no, it's actually Timo, like high five in the world. It's pretty badass. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Okay, but uh, you can also send us your general questions, uh, ideas, stories, you know, victories, rants, whatever. And uh, if we think it's worthy, we might write it, uh, read it on the show, just like this. That was your cue. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. So first, <laughs> we <laughs> first we got a, nice job. an email from Morning Sword, or as we lovingly call him <laughs> on the stream, Morning S Word. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he just got back from his trip to France and Italy. 
he spent a week in France and Italy. Nice. And he said that he packed, he, he stocked up, he got 10 episodes um, of Low Elo to take with him. Nice. And when he was going up the elevator to the, on, in the Eiffel Tower, he re- suddenly remembered he was afraid of heights. That's a so, bad time to remember that. <laughs> yeah. So he okay. said, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read the rest here. As soon as the doors opened, I scooted to the side and hugged the wall. To stop myself from panicking, I put my headphones in and put on an old episode of the podcast. If I hadn't had Darcy's soothing voice in my ear, I might not have been able to calm down. While listening uh, at the top of the tower, I had a moment of clarity. I may very well have been the first person to listen to the Low Elo podcast at the top of the Eiffel Tower. Now hold. Challenge. If anybody out there knows that prior to like last week that you listened to an episode of Low Elo on the Eiffel Tower, call this guy out. Send us an email. <laughs> yeah. Um, now he didn't stop there. Uh, he went to the to the Louvre in Paris. Same challenge. Listen to Low Elo there. Uh, he went to the Colosseum in Rome. Uh, he went to Versailles. And the Trevi Fountain, Fontana de Trevi, uh, in Italy, and even the Vatican. So he did like the sightseeing tour of Europe, of Paris or France and Italy. Dude, we're Pope worthy. While listening to the show. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. <clears throat> so he wants to thank us uh, for, for making him feel at home while he was so far from it. That's, so, that's really cool. Like, just kind of the thought. That And, of course, I'd like to just go the, to those places myself. But the thought that someone is, uh, you know, listening to us, uh, you know, jibber-jabber about League of Legends and esports and all of that uh, at these just really cool, wondrous places all over the world. I mean, that's that's kind of cool just from my perspective. I mean, from his, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm the first and I'm a fan and that's very cool for him, too. But for me, it's like my voice is being played in the Coliseum, maybe just to one person, but it's still being played in the Coliseum, right? Yeah, it's like I've never been. I've been to the Eiffel Tower but, and the Louvre, but I have never been to Rome and mo- a lot of other, these other places. So, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So thanks for the email. Yeah, I'd actually uh, I'd like to hear more stuff like that. You know, if you've if uh, you have taken Low Elo with you as uh, a piece of home or you know piece of your games or your routine to really cool places, I'd like to hear where those are i know we've got a, a fan of ours hector he he brings us to like border patrol which is <laughs> kind of nuts but uh <laughs> yeah like you know maybe maybe the question uh what's what is the coolest or craziest place you've ever listened to an episode of low elo yeah i'd really like to hear that and don't just say the bathroom because yeah, because that's not crazy or cool <laughs> everyone listens to us in the bathroom dudes <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah it's not special seriously <laughs> I listen to us in the bathroom. Come on, I'm in the bathroom right now. <laughs> yeah, we record the bathroom. Yeah, it's good. Why, why do you think the sound's so good? Yeah, proper acoustics. Just throw some towels over everything. Um, thanks for your email, man. Yeah. So we got some more. Uh, LG uh, wants to thank us. He played his first stream game with the community, and he played his trusty old zillion support, which is the champion and role who brought him out of uh, brought him to silver four and he decided he discovered when he got to silver four that zillion support was bad Oops. so he wants to know why is zillion support bad 
Well, Zillion <laughs> is... I'm, I'm going to quote Jeff on this because he has three awful moves and one move to refresh them all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that's that's what I've said in the past. He has He has three mediocre abilities and then an ability that lets you get them faster. Um, I think what it really comes down to is Zillion has always been, and correct me if you think, if you disagree, but from my perspective, Zillion has always been and will likely always be one of those niche picks that only works in a very specific situation and it's with certain variables and with certain gimmicks. Yeah, he's a gimmick. Yeah. And my, my thing is with support, it's kind of essential that you have CC. Now, it might be possible to do Zillion support well at in higher leagues mm-hmm. if you focus on his speed up slow down ability, which no one does. Yeah, I mean, uh, we saw who plays we saw some Zillion, of that out of Gambit, but it didn't really get him anywhere. Anyone who plays Zillion focuses on getting bombs and laughing when people die, and then ulting to troll. Yeah. But well, if you focused on doing the the like slow down, that slow is really harsh. That's a big slow <laughs> if you rank it up. Uh, so that's the only way I would see uh, Zillion being viable in higher leagues. Even then, it's questionable because you don't have sustain. You're very squishy, uh, and you. Other than that, slow. There's no CC that you bring to to the lane. Right. Yeah. You've summed it up. I think that's that's what it is. I mean, of course, there's the exception. If you get really good with him, you get really good with him. But I think the time would probably be better spent with more general supports. Tarek's hot right now. Dude, dude, Sona. Okay, yeah, Sona is Sona is a balance issue. She's like Sona Superman. Sona cannot so. be bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's impossible. Yeah, she's always anyway, a good pick. We got another email from Backyard Bandit, who said, I decided to give Fizz a run in the jungle after hearing Jeff talk about it on an old episode. Oh, I, I remember that episode. <laughs> I was very worried since I was struggling to kill monsters and having to fountain after every camp. Ooh. Um... However, this was irrelevant once I hit level 5 and, and started ganking, uh, quote, like a, high, like a machine running on high-octane Jack's Juice. Okay. <laughs> it was one of my best games to date, going 28, 8, and 9, and more importantly, winning the game. While it was fun, it didn't feel secure. Is Fizz in the Jungle truly viable? Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sure. He is. Um, he's not a catch-all. You know, he's once again he he fits a niche. Like if you need your jungle to be incredible burst damage in a compact little form, then he's gonna fulfill that. In a in, well, a in really the big old, way. the old episode you're you're probably referencing was the one where we were talking about experimenting with Leona mid. Yeah, with a fizz jungle, you want to feed the jungle. Because a fed fizz is just stupid. Yeah, yeah, no, that that is your goal because you're putting your you're basically putting an AP carry into the jungle. Yeah, is the strategy so, you take. So I mean that's fine if your team is built around that and supports that. So you're going to need some CC other places, some like a tanky person um, mid, maybe like a Swain. It might work with a Swain who's Lux. really tanky, or Lux, yeah, who's has got a lot of CC. So. Um, the great thing about Fizz in the jungle is that if you get a lane that has CC, the ganks are just outstanding. I mean, Lux lands that light binding 
Fizz is going to kill that person. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, I, mean, I said it in a, an episode a long time ago. From my point, from my perspective, junglers generally fall into two camps. There's the junglers that create opportunities and junglers that uh, capitalize on opportunities. And Fizz is one that capitalizes on them. Yeah. So. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty much he's pretty much a Jarvan before level six. He can definitely gap close. Oh yeah. At, at level three, that's if you put a red buff on him. I mean, oh my gosh, you're definitely gonna get a uh, like if you if you see a fizz come in, he's gonna pop in, get close to champion, and he's definitely gonna at least make them get a flash out. Yeah, and very few surprise picks in the jungle have wrecked a team uh, of ours so badly as a really good fizz in the jungle. So, you know, he's he's worth learning. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> this co- this one comes from Jesper, and it stood out to me because in the subject line it said "sad about league." Oh. It's been playing solo queue for six months, and he really enjoyed it, and he got up to gold four, uh, gold five, which is a great achievement. Congratulations. Um, but it's been a while now, and he's stuck in gold five and won't advance he says he still does enjoy playing the game but uh uh not moving out of gold five leaves me feeling sad and unfulfilled it all feels underwhelming when i know there are so many better players than me who don't put in the time and effort i do Uh, is there anything i can do to change my perspective on the game and not feel like i've wasted my time every evening hmm Build, now build a team. <laughs> yeah, uh, don't want to. You know, if you're a dedicated listener, you've heard this before. Play with friends. I'm not Your even saying is... play with friends. I mean, Gold Five. It's not the highest in the world or anything. But if you're looking for a way to reinvigorate your game, like to get better, why don't you build a team that, like a, a competitive, like one, a rank, like team. a rank team of people who are, you know, try to find people who are at least feeling somewhat similar to you or at least similar in skill and learn from them. You know, you'll spend a lot of time in close proximity playing ranked games with the same five or four or five people, you know, depending on how many people you can get onto your team and play regularly with and use that as your learning mechanism. Yeah. Or play with friends. Or play with friends. (laughs) You know, I mean, it, it sounds like this guy really enjoys the the whole competitive, the competitive yeah. side and like bettering himself and being ranked. And I get that it's it's not our normal thing here. But you know, if you still want to stick with that, uh, and you're looking, and you're just frustrated because you're trying to improve and you haven't, yeah, build a team, find regular people that you can learn from, and play with them. Yeah. Set goals there, and then see how it, see if that transfers over to uh, solo queue for you. Yeah, man. I'm just, I'm just gonna give this guy kudos just for making it in gold five in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, uh, I'm not entirely sure myself, but I want to say he's a lot more out of troll territory in gold five than he is in silver or bronze. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so like, there's... I, so like, you can't use the excuse that oh, my team lost because we DC'd or like he fed or whatever. No, it's like you gotta. Just be better, and you got to uh, communicate with your team better, and that's all there is to it. Well, hey, I'm just happy to hear someone who's saying they're having problems in queue, and you know, but they're not blaming it on everybody else. So, I mean, kudos for that. Yeah. 
Um, it, it, that's why I want to give this guy very serious advice. I mean, that's that's the first thing that comes to mind. Good luck, man. Yeah. You have our support. All right, we got one more. Do we have time for one yeah, more? Yeah, do one more. Okay. Uh, Mega Darkwing Duck has a question for us. He started, uh, he started muting people and finding that it makes the game immediately more fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he has a question. Do you think it's rude to warn people that I will mute them or tell them that I'm going to mute them, or should I just mute them and not tell them? What's just, worse, just, just, threatening just a mute them. or letting them try to message me without me knowing I, that I don't see yeah, it? Yeah, I'll let you two go on this, and then I'll just agree. Don't, disagree. don't tell people you're going to mute them yeah, or that's threaten just, a mute. That's that, dumb. Yeah, because they're not going to be threatened by something like that. Like They're just going to feel accomplished. Like, yes, I succeeded in pissing this guy off. Like, you're just feeding the trolls that way. Don't do that. Just just ignore them, mute them, go along, go along your day. I mean, muting and turning off all chat is something I found that just makes the game just this peaceful, wonderful place that I had no idea that it was. Uh, but if you're if you're just starting out and you're telling people you're going to mute them, no. Yeah. No, man. I agree yeah, with if, both if, of you. If, yeah, if anything, you're adding to the problem by telling them you're muting them. Just yeah, the whole point yourself. of muting is to be blissfully ignorant. Yeah. yeah. It's very counterintuitive to tell someone that you're muting them. Yep. Nope, I agree with both of you. Good advice. Thank you for all of your emails, folks. We're, we're happy to answer them, and uh, your stories are actually really cool this week. So send further email to team at lowelo.com. We will all receive it, and I do have Darksea on there now, so he gets it too. We can all read it and revel and read it back to you here on the air. Now, uh, I also want to read off uh, reviews, iTunes reviews. We took a week break, so we've got a few of them here. And uh, But before I start, thank you very much, guys. We're up to like 620 five-star reviews. Awesome. Yeah, and that's in uh, the U.S. store alone. I know that we've got viewers all over the place. Uh, someone tweeted at me that we've, you know, picked up some reviews in Australia, and we, we really appreciate that, guys. Um, you email us if you send in a review, and we'll do our best to acknowledge you. Sometimes they slip through the cracks, but we do our best to acknowledge everyone wherever we can. So I'll start off with the Beast Nine One Three, who says much love for the low elo. Uh, we have. Uh, if Only I Knew by Seichi Sin says, yep, show has it all. A Yordle, an Aussie, and those other guys who pretend to run the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yep. I'm one of those other guys. We're the other guys. Uh, there's a UMKCDMA. You know, there's a lot going on in there. I don't want to try and pronounce it. But he says he love it. Uh, JKRS712 says, great podcast. Thanks for all the work you guys put in. Love the podcast. You guys make my week. John Miller says, amazing podcast. I'm addicted. And then goes on to write you know, a paragraph for us, which is awesome because anything where... <laughs> uh, here's the thing. Anything where I have to click more... To read the rest of it, I'm like, oh, yeah, someone took time to read us something. So he says, I don't know if you guys still read out five-star reviews. Hey, guess what? We do, dude. But I hope so. I say this because I've been addicted to the podcast since I found it and have been listening to all the previous casts. I'm currently at like 26, getting to 27 now. So he's got a ways until he hears this. Uh, so if you give me a shout-out, I won't get to it until I get to the episode. <laughs> it's cool. Like, I'm hearing time pass by. 
stay classy guys dragon's bane 87 uh right well in like two months we catch <laughs> right. up and that you know yeah surprise <laughs> uh we've got uh nemo said pa- podcast of my week uh but we've got low elo wants the d by that abused six-year-old which is a little little bit disturbing but it's five stars so you know whatever uh fatty 2k says fantasticness and stuff found this podcast and have loved it ever since I listen to it at work to pass the time and enjoy listening to po- episodes more than once. Good talks, good laughs, and all relevant. Keep it up, you guys. Rock. P.S. Rin the Ordal OP. OP. Cornelis says, great podcast. Ick the Ovenator says, first time iTunes review writer, which is always cool when we get a first time reviewer. Uh, it says this podcast has gotten me through to level 30. Thanks, Christian, Garrett, Rin, Eli, for all your randomness and precious moments. So I think this person must be watching a lot of the uh, stream or something because he mentions <laughs> some people he, who haven't been on the show he, ever. He mentioned, he mentioned me. Yeah, he mentioned you, but he also mentioned Garrett, which is yeah. weird because <laughs> we only ever talk about Garrett and Eli who's like was probably in like 20 credits and used to do a lot of streaming but doesn't now so I, I think this guy is catching up or you know remembers some <laughs> remembers some earlier days uh, we have a five star review from Shouting Mundo who says Mundo give five star now tell Riot fix Heimerdinger broke Heimerdinger make Mundo sad and Mundo like little brain man but hurts Mundo to play weak champion now tell Freak I want little Yordle brain man gooder now I think that's the best review ever I think that's the best review we've ever gotten it's funny because it's all it's in all caps yes it is in all caps We got uh, yo. That's how you know it's Mundo talking. Right. Yeah, this is a great name. Yo, Mama the Llama says cuckoo for gangs uh, for gangplank oranges. Uh, Original says making the lol experience better. And uh, oh my gosh, we still got more. Stat- <laughs> Static maneuver says first time listener. It's the infor- informative, but at the same time, like listening to your friends. It kind of feels like an awesome Skype conversation. Also, Rin's laugh is adorably evil. It's some kind of evil, that's for sure. I, I think it's just annoying. R. Brady says, fabulous. Bald Ogre says, nice. And Jason Herring says, amazing. Five stars. I downloaded this podcast because I wanted to listen to something related to LOL at work. It exceeded my expectations in every way. Love this podcast, son of beast. Man, so glad your expectations were so low. Yeah, apparently like, <laughs> he, he was he was looking for something to listen to related to lol. <laughs> I mean, thanks <laughs> for the five stars, the gift horse mouth. None of that's going on here, but I am kind of wondering here. It's just like, is that all you were listen looking for, man? I mean, could it have been a recording of like champion sounds just over and over, <laughs> you know, like like Trundle's death sound repeated straight for an hour, which I don't know why that isn't a YouTube video. I think that make a pretty good be a whole channel, an entire channel, death death yeah. sounds looped. Yeah, put it to some like you know crazy music, dubstep, instant you know million views. There you go. 
Yeah, thank you for your five star review, guy. Uh, reviews, everybody. Mm. If oh, what's up? Uh, so, sorry to interrupt. I think you missed one. One actually. Oh my god, what did I miss? You missed uh, OX nine twenty nine. Oh, I did. I did. OX nine twenty nine. He says, "Don't don't worry, don't worry, OX. I got your back. Oh, I'll read. Okay, you read. He, it, write, read it. he, he writes. Uh, I love the show. I recommend it to all my friends who play League of Legends. That has really been a positive influence on how I play the game. And I listen to it during my commute when I crave League, and then I play when I get home. Keep it up, guys. My only feedback is maybe more patch notes slash current meta analysis and or more episodes. Thanks, guys." Okay can't help you on the more episodes thing we're probably going to keep it to a week but we always listen to feedback like that so sure but we'll look at uh, maybe some more current meta analysis stuff we'll see where that goes thanks for the feedback and thanks for getting my back there christian so these are all five star reviews that have been left for us on the itunes store uh, you just have to log in get five stars write a review and leave your piece and we'd be happy to give you credit on the air. It's very cool for us. Helps us get the word out. And uh, honestly, we like the feedback. Just another great way to interact with us. Now, if you ever want to interact with us individually, you can reach us all on Twitter. I'm Addy Gamer. Christian is... Oh, my it's, God. Like... I, I, I changed it to something normal. Relax. <laughs> okay. it, it's, you it's, did? Yes. It's no longer CT. It's, it's just CT Felts. C-T-F-E-L-T-S. Like, like the letter C, the letter yes, the T. Actual, the actual letter C and the actual letter T. Phelps. Yes. F-E-L-T-S. I wonder how many people who wanted to follow Christian <laughs> never did because he changed it to stupid things and now changed it back. All right. <laughs> now, well, no, no, no. Hey. This is this is this will work. C-T Phelps. Okay. Yeah. That, C-T Phelps. I'll link to him. All other past links are now null on our website, but yeah. we'll, we'll get it done. So, uh, so, hey, anyone who wants CT belts, it's open. Oh, let's not even go there. Um, you can follow him at whatever his Twitter is these days. Uh, Dave is Low Elo Dave on Twitter. You can, of course, email us, team at lowelo.com. Join us on our Facebook at facebook.com slash low elo community similarly find our stream at twitch.tv slash low elo community you can of course find our stream at any time if you'd rather on our website at www.lowelo.com just hit the live button at the very top but there's a whole bunch of other buttons there that you might be interested in including our forums uh, other content the show notes for every single show and uh, generally cool stuff wherever we might come up with it lowelo.com um i'm sure that there is a social media channel that i'm currently forgetting but uh that's kind of the benefit that we have running these things the way we do is that i'll just have to remember next time <laughs> so thank you everyone for listening just go to a previous episode where we actually name them all yeah right thank you everyone for listening my name is jeff wyckoff aka eat gamer this guy here is Dave Quarles, aka Compy386. Uh, yeah. Bienvenidos. Some, some things never change. Invocadores. <laughs> I, I would always hate that when Spanish teachers wouldn't even try with the accent. Like, like, siéntate clase. Like, come on, really? It's like, uh, like Peggy Hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Abrir tus libros. You know. <laughs> 
Numero A. Copy. Not all uh, Mexican teachers work at a um, Hispanic radio station, and they're still like, "Bienvenido a la grande, mucha más música, bienvenido." No. La nueva 108, más música. On that bombshell, thank you for listening, everybody. This is episode 73. Don't forget, stay classy. To say I'm falling would imply that I've been feeling high, high, high and good. It's understood that you can't fall when you're down. I'm up with the lights every night of this half-hearted city life. It would be so good if you were around. here I, but, I, uh, I can i can empathize with that the the empathize is what you mean